Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast. Molly Christensen here, and I am super excited to have everyone here on listening because today, I have a real hero. Her name is Barb Winters, and I'm so grateful that she chose to be on the podcast today because she has a great story. So, and she also talks about some things that a lot of people don't talk about. So, this will be good. So, Barb lives in Florida and has been homeschooling her four kids. She's in the final stretch of her homeschool career because her baby just turned 18. And she and her pastor husband have four kids. And five years ago, she discovered that her then 14-year-old son had been watching pornography in their home under their noses for years. And so this is really the story that she's going to tell us about. So do you want to tell us about this story, this journey that you took and where you are now? Sure. And thanks so much for having me on here. I'm excited about your new podcast. So thanks for uh, allowing me to be a guest here. So yeah, um, we were on our journey, you know, homeschooling, things were going well. We'd actually just moved to Florida because my husband was starting a church plant and we were kind of taking in our new surroundings one day on a walk and we on our way home from the walk we noticed our son was standing in our yard and he was crying hysterically we couldn't figure out why we both were later we talked and we thought maybe his sister was bleeding i mean we really had no idea what was going on and when we finally got to him he was really upset, just crying, and I couldn't figure out what he was saying at first, but I, like, just between sobs was hearing the word pornography, I was hearing the word police, I was hearing the word arrest, and when we finally got him to settle down, what had happened was he was watching pornography, and a bogus warning came up on his screen saying that if he didn't pay, that they were going to send the police. So um, it was news to us. As a mom, I was just devastated. I can still feel what I felt that day. I can still practically smell the flowers around me. It was just one of those defining moments as a parent and probably the worst mom moment of my life, if you can uh, define your moments. And so that was the beginning of our journey of what does this look like? And as it turned out, we, um, he didn't really tell us the full story that day and we did what we could to help him. Uh, but a couple of, couple year, well, about a year and a half later, he told us that he was still watching pornography. And at that point, we, we really buckled down. We really tried to figure out what is going on and how can we help this boy. So yeah, I, that's my journey. And um, he's the real hero, but I don't know. Do you want me to go into that or? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us how this resolved. How this resolved. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, it was a, 
a joint effort, so to speak, when he first told us um, for this, that time, I was just, like I said, shocked. We had no idea. He had an iPod and I have to just say that as a mom, I had no idea that the iPod connected to the internet and that he could watch things on it. I just thought it was something you listen music to. So, um, you know, I had that mom guilt going on. I had a lot of shame going on. There's stigma surrounding a child who, who would watch pornography and nobody was talking about it. And I did some digging on the internet. I Googled, you know, help and I could find help for him. I could find things like add filters to your devices. Um, we'd never done that. And to, to my detriment, if you will, we had just always assumed our kids knew right from wrong and that they wouldn't seek this out. And, um, you know, kids are curious. So I've, I've found out since then that curiosity uh, needs to be stopped, so to speak. They're just going to do what they're going to do. So we did what we thought we um, could, and we thought we had it sort of figured out. And then when he came back to us a year and a half later and said, no, this is really a lot worse. I wanted to stop. I tried to stop. I can't stop. So at that point, um, we buckled down. We put a lot more boundaries in place. We wrapped our arms around him. And, um, you know, at that point also, he was 16. He was ready to, to get rid of this problem that was choking him, basically. Uh, so we, we counseled him. We sat there and prayed with him. We um, got like some programs in place for him. There's places on the internet. But um, going back to my original information, I, I still was struggling. I had one friend that I told and she lived states away. So at some point I just, um, I needed help myself and I couldn't call my best friend. I felt lonely. I felt um, isolated and I was struggling inside and nobody really knew it. So through all that is how I started um, Difficult Conversations, my hopefulmom.net website, because I thought people need to know this is happening. I'm not the only one and I need support. And so somebody else out there probably needs support too. So it's, it's, it was a journey for all of us. And um, you talk about heroes. You've got this hero journey uh, diagram that I absolutely love. I, I checked it out and I'm like, this is fantastic. So I hope others check it out. Um, but when I read through it, I was like, yes, this describes all of us. This describes me. This describes my son. This describes my husband. You know, we're just ordinary people going through life, doing what we think is right and appropriate. And then something happens, you know, you called it a snag earlier when we were chatting before we started recording. And I thought, oh yeah, yeah, a snag, you know, like I just tripped what? over around here. I fell flat on my face. <laughs> uh, so, he, so we went through this process and yes, there was testing and there were traps and he, I love his heart. My son is a hero for sure. He just set his mind on the fact that he wanted to get out of this issue. He wanted to break free from this addiction that was struggling him or um, choking him. 
And we helped him and he, he was very good about communicating with us about how to help him, which is key. You know, communication is really key in all of this. And I know there are so many parents out there that have kiddos that struggle, that have been exposed to pornography um, and whether or not they go back to it or not, that's has to do with your brain and your um, makeup and you know, parents don't know what to do, but one of the things that I highly recommend is to just have the conversation and not just one conversation, but numerous conversations. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. So in the end, I mean, he is free at this moment. He is walking in recovery. Of course, it's something that he will have to stay on top of for the rest of his life. And I love his attitude about it. At one point, um, he's in college now. And at one point, right before he went to college, I said something about changing the controls on his uh, parental controls on his telephone. And he actually advised me that he was going to need to make sure that there were controls on his phone for the rest of his life and filters on his phone and filters on his devices. So I thought that was, I mean, at that moment, I, my mom heart was so proud. I'm like, what a guy, you know, like, this is so exciting. And that's our goal is to raise kids who um, can fall and get back up, who can have trip on that rug, who can be tested and maybe even fall short sometimes, but they get back up and they keep going. And that's, that's kind of our story as moms, isn't it? Isn't that what we want to do? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And you know, when you mentioned your story, when you were first telling me that about this journey of helping your son overcome addiction and what you've done with it to speak up and speak out to support other moms uh, who may also be in the same situation, I was just like, wow, they're both heroes. They are both heroes. And sometimes the call to action is a hard one and it is probably a little more than a snag, but a snag can totally trip you up. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. I, you know, as parents, we want to raise good kids, right? And we want our kids to stand up for what is good and to choose you know, what between right and wrong and obviously to choose the right. Uh, and you know, sometimes that doesn't always happen. Sometimes that pops up as an obstacle on the way. And sometimes it's really big and it's, it's not something you ever, ever wish for your kids. But at the same time, when we look at the hero's journey, we know that those things are going to happen. And it's really in how we deal with them that helps us help keep our kids on their path. Now, sometimes they may go off and wander for a bit. Like you said, your son didn't tell you the whole story. At right. right. And really you had to wait until he was ready because you couldn't make him change. Right. You know, I think that's so key. He decided to come to you and they you offer know, some parents, maybe the kids won't decide to, right. to get help, but at all the same time you were there backing him up, knowing that his heart is good and believing that. And as you work through it, wow, you know, look what happened. He got through it. 
Yes. Yes. And I, you know, I don't want to um, dismiss any parent out there whose child is not making that choice. So I realize and recognize that there are parents out there that are still struggling and every day is a battle with their kids. And I hope um, to encourage them by just saying, you know, their story isn't over. I have a friend who says that on a regular basis and I'm like, oh, that is so fitting. Yes, their story is not over. And it it might not be while they're still under your roof that yeah. everything is good and and perfect. Not that our kids are ever perfect, but <laughs> neither <no>. are we. <laughs> <laughs> right? We're still on our journey, right? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. You know, for some of us, the story's not over, but but there is hope. There is always hope as long as we can use that hero mentality where we are actually believing in the goodness of our kids. Right. That you know, people do not want to be stuck in addiction. Right. No, no they one do wants not that. Oh yeah. You don't wake up one day and say, Oh, I wish I was addicted to porn. Let's, how can I figure that out? Right. No. And so as parents, as we focus on that, that's not their desire that they want to be out, but just focus on the goodness of their heart and, and, um, treat them that way, even when they're not acting that way. I think yeah, that's really, really huge. helps, really helps yeah. a lot. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, I, I love that too, that you didn't just keep it stuffed down and that you decided to speak out because that takes a lot of courage to Thank speak you. up. <laughs> it really does because, <laughs> you know, this is something I, I know affects probably most kids if not all, at some point in their life. Yes. And Statistically speaking, you are accurate. Yes. Yeah. You probably know the statistics better than me. And, you know, I don't think there's any families that this hasn't touched. And, and for some kids, it's going to be worse than others, you know, with what you were saying, with how their brains are wired. So, um, I really appreciate you hopping on to tell this story. We are going to come back and we'll go more into depth about what parents can actually do if their yes. kids um, do see porn and how they can get support and so that they don't have to feel shamed. Because I think sometimes too, as parents, we tend to a little bit, maybe a lot sometimes, um, base our own self-worth on the choices that our kids make. And if our kids are not making good choices, that affects us as parents. <laughs> and, you know, it might be easy to say, well, um, that's their choice, which is true. But at the same time, we felt responsible yes. for their choices. <laughs> and yeah. so it, it's, it's a difficult balance there to know how much you should take that onto yourself and how much you should should have helped the kids or, or not, you know? And so I think so a lot of times we can go into shame when we feel like we're failing our kids. And yes, so I definitely went there. Yes. <laughs> you know, and then when the kids are defensive and angry and, and shouting back at you, 
you, you know, the, it's easy to get caught in that. Well, now I'm just angry and I'm, I feel guilt. I feel shame. I feel anger. You know, it's hard to look at your child. Like you were saying as someone yeah. who is trying and doesn't want to be here, but they, they feel all that too. And we have to just keep that perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And I think regret you know, it's there for a reason, but I think that it's not great when we spiral down into it and decide that it must be our fault and take everything right. onto ourselves. But I think if we use the regret to spur ourselves into action, that's fantastic. And I feel like that's probably part of what you did when you decided to speak up. You know, it's like, well, this happened to my family, but maybe I can help someone else. Yes, exactly. I do not want anyone to go through the same thing that I went through. And if they do, then you can be there to support them and pull them up much faster. Yes. And that was the, that was the piece that was missing for me was the support and encouragement and just being able to go to a friend and say, I'm hurting and I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And like I said, I think that's so courageous. So go you, you know, and that's really what life is all about. As we have our messages, messes is what I'm trying to say here. If we have our messes in life, we want to hide them because then we might be not worthwhile talking to. We might be a mess, but that's really what makes us human. And that's really what makes us connected to other people. And, you know, when we can share our mess as our message, that's powerful, powerful stuff. Yes. Yes. So thank that's you. what you're doing with this new podcast. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm trying to do too. Yeah. So I do appreciate you hopping on here today. We will revisit. Um, Again, we'll have another interview and we will learn. We'll go in more depth. We'll hear more about your story and we'll hear more about how you can get out of this and how you can get support and what you can do to help kids who want help and what you can do to help kids who don't want help, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. I appreciate it. And I'm hoping that all your listeners decide to subscribe to your podcast. Yeah, me too. Have an incentive for them, right? <laughs> yes, we do. And when you are part of the launch giveaway, then you will have a chance to win something from Barb that she's going to do a giveaway for. You want to tell us about that? I am. So um, if you sign up for the podcast, then you, I will send you a book if you win the drawing. Uh, the book is entitled Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, Porn Proofing Today's Young Kids. It was written by Kristen Jensen, and it is a number one bestseller on Amazon. So that is the drawing uh, gift. And if you want to know more information about my uh, ministry and my website, it's at hopefulmom.net. I write to encourage parents who have children who've been exposed to pornography. So if you go to hopefulmom.net, you can also get a free PDF resource when you subscribe to my newsletter. And the resource is seven action steps when your child has seen porn. That sounds awesome and so needed in these days, you know, and I also think with the book, it's a great idea to have those conversations before it comes up. Absolutely. Well. <laughs> For sure. Oh, definitely. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. And we will talk again. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on Building Heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.